This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Blue Iron. The Arizona Cardinals select Tyler Murray. And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is... This year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. All right, guys, welcome back to the Established Fast Podcast, presented by Clutch Points and our friends at Blue Wire. I am your host, Blake Bubble. With me is my co-host, Stone Reagan. We're back here for our picks for Week 7 in the 2020 NFL season. And uh, Dylan, uh, as always, uh, right before we start recording, uh, to kind of peel back the curtain here, we're always shuffling around our picks, uh, making uh, excuses as to why we're going to be right or wrong. And uh, once again here, we had a, had a lot of shuffling going on with this week's uh, picks in terms of uh, picking our betting locks, our upsets, and just some of the other games uh, in general. Yeah, especially for the betting locks. I mean, that's always the one that we really take pride in getting right. So I I think we did a decent job with these picks, uh, all things considering. These spreads really felt kind of straight on. Like, I'm not, you know, like they all felt like they are pretty accurate. Obviously, Vegas, outside of every sport that they do these for, this is the one that they want to make sure the spreads are the, the best for because of how many people are putting money into them. So it was definitely tough, but I think we made a good pick. And, yeah, the shuffling more for me just was more with some of these games that are, I just could see going so many different ways. Uh, it's, it's funny. Like, you think over the course of the season we're going to learn more about some of these teams, and we are for a few teams. But there are a lot of teams I feel like week to week don't really know what we're going to get, still yep. don't know exactly their identities. Um, maybe I feel like really October and then into November is probably a better time to learn about these teams, especially this year with all the, the lack of time preparing for the year. So uh, still still learning a lot, and makes it makes making these uh, picks pretty difficult. I know we've, we've done pretty well in the season, but last week uh, I think we were just barely above them in yeah. those a lot. Hopefully it will be better here. Yeah, as we said uh, in the last episode, uh, when two bad teams play each other, there's just only so much you can take away from it. And uh, luckily, <laughs> I think for the most part, we have some pretty – Pretty competitive games here uh, this week, yeah. and at least it seems uh, compared to last week. But as you said, our betting locks uh, are where, uh, to say we make our money, but we really don't. Um, if you listen to us, I guess you make a little bit of money because uh, I am still riding the 6-0 and streak uh, to start the season. Dylan, I think you've only missed one, maybe, Yeah, uh, I want to yeah, say. Right. So, so we're 11-1 mm-hmm. and one combined here, so we'll see. If those continue, but before we get to that, uh, let's start with the game of the week. And, yes, once again, for probably the third or fourth straight week in a row, we had a pretty clear-cut uh, pick here when you have two undefeated teams uh, squaring off against each other. Uh, that makes it pretty easy in terms of uh, who you're picking uh, when it comes to uh, the game of the week, and that is, of course, the Steelers at the Titans. Uh, Titans coming off that wild win uh, against the Texans. Steelers uh, coming off of that uh, dominant win against the Browns. 
And here we go. This is uh, the showdown uh, we've all been waiting for here, the game that should have been played, I guess, a while back. But uh, now we're going to get it, and uh, both teams still undefeated. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to this one, obviously. I, I wish it was in a in the, in the late afternoon window as one of the games of the week. Uh, they're going to be watching so many things at, at, all at once when this one's going on. Uh, I, I'm picking the Steelers here. This is a line and the spread that has moved quite a bit. I think when we first put together our doc for the podcast, the, the Steelers are two-point favorites. Now the Titans are favored by a point. And I, I can see why. I mean, you could you, you can talk yourself into both teams very easily. The Titans, I just as much as I do think they are legitimately good, they continue to just win all these one-score games. The Steelers haven't necessarily looked dominant until last week uh, against the Browns. They've, they've beaten some pretty bad teams themselves. So definitely a measuring stick game for both teams. For me, it came down to uh, both sides of the ball. I feel like both teams are really strong on offense. They're both in the top 10 in DVOA on offense. Uh, the Titans definitely higher at number three, but it comes down to me the difference is the defense. The Steelers are second in DVOA so far at this point in the season after a really dominant performance last year or last week that moved them up from seventh. And the Titans, they continue to, to give up points and their passing defense continues to be a problem. And I know they're putting up a ton of points themselves, but I do think they're going to just run into a, a Steelers defense that's not like the defenses they've had to deal with this year. And I'm, I'm just going to continue writing Pittsburgh because so far it hasn't gone away from me picking them this season. So Yeah, well, believe it or not, uh, I'm going to pick the Titans here. Um, that's unusual, <laughs> I know, for our podcast. But uh, I'm I'm just going to keep rolling with them. I think that certainly they just keep finding ways to win. And uh, I do think this should be – obviously there's a reason I picked this game of the week, but I think this is going to mm-hmm. be a really close game. And I think it will be a lot of fun. And, as we said, could even see some points put up here uh, based on how the uh, Titans defense has been playing. Uh, and as we you know, also mentioned, Devin Bush off the year for Steelers defense, maybe a little uh, things they've got to iron out uh, there yeah. with some of that. So uh, we'll see. May uh, may see a lot of points uh, here in this one. I'll take the Titans. Dylan, Dylan is taking the Steelers. And that brings us to our betting locks of the week. Uh, before the drum roll hits for mine, I'm going to let Dylan go first on this one because <laughs> um, this was one that I'm, I'm actually – you know, sort of looking at here, and I'm I'm kind of surprised you're picking this one because I did not feel very confident in terms of this one. I just think there's something about the home team here uh, that we've seen thus far. I mean, we saw what they did, yeah. and, you know, probably the biggest win for any team of the season thus far. This, this team does own that, so I'm kind of surprised you're going with this one. Yeah, I just – they're not the most consistent team in the Raiders. Yes. And the fact that they've – yeah, they beat them in the Saints and the Chiefs, which obviously really impressive wins. They got that week one win against Carolina. But I, I just don't think they've seen a defense as, like this Tampa Bay uh, team. We saw what they just did to the Packers, which I feel like, even though I, I'm really high on Vegas's uh, offense, I think the Packers are still probably a step up, uh, definitely in balance. The Raiders have really relied on throwing the ball a lot more this season, whereas the Packers are a pretty balanced offense. And that's, yeah, that's why I'm picking the, the Buccaneers to cover here as a three-point spread. It's, again, like I was kind of saying at the beginning of the podcast, there's a lot of really good spreads out there. They've, all these numbers are really hard <laughs> to, to make a pick on. Like, you look at it, and you don't see the gaps that sometimes we're yeah. able to, like, to identify. And I do, I do think, I mean, you'll see when we talk about your betting loss, I do think <laughs> yours should uh, be fine as well. But there's just something about this Tampa Bay defense that makes me fearful of what Vegas is going to be able to do uh, throwing the football. They've just been so dominant up front. I know I just I, I just think see on that side of the ball, it's going to be the toughest match that the Raiders have had this season easily. And on the flip side, the Raiders defense has just been so abysmal. They're second to last in DVOA on defense against an offense, which is really just starting to click right now. I know the Packers don't have a great defense either, but 
I just I think that Tampa Bay is figuring this out. They've moved up in the DVOI rankings every the last few weeks into the top ten in offense. I just it looked like the biggest mismatch. They're number one in overall DVOA in the NFL right now. Tampa Bay, you have Vegas down at twenty one. So that separation should be enough to cover that three point spread. That's kind of my logic here. Um, but I really do think Tampa will get the win uh, regardless. Yeah, I'm picking them to win, but I, like I said, I don't feel as confident as you do uh, when it comes to that. And uh, I don't know, just the Raiders. They're like you said, they're they're not <laughs> consistent, but it's almost like this is one of those games they win and they turn around and lose to you know, know the Chargers <laughs> or someone. And yeah. um, so I don't know. That's that's why I'm less confident, just because I just feel I know the Raiders, man, and they're just they're a weird team, as we've said, but. Uh, very talented, and uh, this should actually be another – could be a pretty good game, uh, I think, overall. Macy's see some points put up in this one here as well. All right, to my betting lock, Hobie. And, yes, uh, if you go back the last – I don't know how many weeks it's been now, but uh, I have gone with the tried and true formula of picking against the worst team in the NFL <laughs> each and every time in my betting locks, and I almost did not do that this week. I said, man, 13 points is a lot when we're talking about the Buffalo Bills on the road at the New York Jets. A lot of points. And, you know, this was kind of one of those things. I remember back last year when the Dolphins were like, what was it, 20-something point underdogs to the yeah. Patriots maybe. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think even then, like, we still went with them as the betting <laughs> lock. <laughs> uh, and that's why I'm still going here. I'm going back to it until this changes I was a little bit hesitant just because the Bills are coming off that loss to the Chiefs, but then I looked at it and said, "What am I? Why am I saying that?" Because the Dolphins or the Jets just scored zero points against the Dolphins, um, and I just don't know how you look at this team and feel like they're going to put up enough points, A or B, uh, be able to stop the Bills. And so, with that in mind, I do think this is probably a two-touchdown game. So that 13-point spread, I'll take it. And even if this is the one uh, that ends my my betting lock streak. I guess I'm okay with it just because at some point it's going to happen, although this season the Jets are 0-6 against the spread, so every single game, um, of course they've lost every single game, but they've also (laughs) not been great against the spread. So I can't go against that, and uh, it'll probably not work at some point. But right now I'm rolling with uh, the anti-Jets here on the betting line. Yeah, I'm picking the Bills as well, and I almost doubled up on your lock of the week here. We obviously want to get you guys two a week, so that's partially why I went with the uh, the Buccaneers. I really do think Buffalo will dominate. I know their defense has struggled greatly this season overall, but this is not a, a real NFL offense at this point <laughs> in the Jets. What we're seeing, it's pretty brutal, man. And so I, I think they're going to get it right, and I, I don't know how it will translate to the future, but – I think Buffalo's defense will feel decent about themselves after this one. And on the flip side, which is a bad matchup for the Jets' uh, defense, which does defend the run pretty well, but Buffalo has not been running the ball well at all and doesn't necessarily need to because of how well Josh Allen, outside of a couple of moments here and there, has played. So I think Josh Allen's going to, if you have fantasy receivers on the Bills, I would definitely, especially with bye weeks for other guys, I'd think about plugging them in as a flex because um, outside of obviously Stephon Diggs and John Brown, but like even for a Colt Beasley, I think these guys are going to have value because they're going to be being able to throw all over the Jets, one of the worst uh, defensive uh, passing defenses in the NFL so far this year, efficiency-wise. So, man, I yeah, that 13-point spread might seem high, but I feel like, like Buffalo should 
like especially after last week, I, you know, if they if they'd beaten the Chiefs, maybe they'd be running a little high and kind of take take this game easily, and maybe they'd win by like ten, like just kind of cruise to a victory. I think they're going to go make a statement. I think they'll probably win by twenty plus points, and I don't think it's going to be that difficult for them because that's just the state of the Jets right now. You know, I always like to look at the weather check, and uh, while we were concerned about uh, storms in the forecast in Miami, that didn't happen, and three uh, percent chance of rain uh, here, or three percent chance go. of any precipitation. Uh, and East, East Rutherford, New Jersey for this game. So, um, sorry, Jets. I'm, I'm picking the Bills here. That's my betting lock. That takes two of the upsets of the week. Uh, I'll start with mine. And it uh, turns out we both uh, have this, and we actually are both going to give you two picks that are the exact same uh, because we are both picking upsets in these two games. But we will start, uh, Dylan, with the Cowboys at Washington. Uh, the Cowboys have all of a sudden emerged as three-point favorites in this game. Uh, which is a little bit different maybe uh, than uh, what it was when it started. I want to say the line started at one yeah. maybe, uh, I think. Yep. And so it's gone up to three. I, I just – I'm going to pick Washington here. I And, you know, again, you're talking about the guy who picked the Cowboys to make the Super Bowl. We're a long way away from that now uh, based on everything that's happened this season. But, I mean, I just – I don't trust the Cowboys at all. Um, and I know this is a Washington team that kind of is where it is and just lost to the Giants and all that stuff. But, I mean, you've got – Cowboys players throwing, you know, Mike McCarthy and his staff under the bus this week. And uh, it just does not seem like a good situation. And, and I could see this being that point where either the Cowboys turn it around, they come out and, you know, convincingly win this game and things are mm-hmm. good again, or they hit the bottom and they lose this game and Jerry Jones just goes into complete meltdown mode uh, after this game. So I, you know, would probably – not hate seeing the latter of that and just seeing what happens with the Cowboys <laughs> if they lose this game. Uh, but uh, I I just – there weren't a lot of upsets that I felt good about on the board except for the two that we're going to mention. Um, so I guess by default I kind of had to go with this one. But I just – I don't know, man. I just think the Cowboys are, are not in a good spot right now. Yeah, I think if you can get this upset pick right now, I would make it uh, immediately because this spread, I, I know it just moved from minus one to minus three. I feel yeah. like it's going to have to go the other way because, holy crap, Dallas, if if they can't score on an Arizona defense, which is definitely, you know, hopefully taking strides, but is not necessarily an elite unit by any means at this point in the season. And now they're going to go face a Washington defense, which has, you know, even though they gave up some points to the Giants, overall have been pretty solid. They've played some really good offenses overall, but against the, the worst ones, they've really ate up front. Uh, I just think I, I try to separate separate out the culture of, uh, you know, looking too much into how much the locker room can influence things. But you have to feel like at least Washington, they're one in five, but they're taking the steps forward, uh, you know, in terms of what Ron Rivera is building there, where you feel like the guys are at least, you know, they understand what's happening. They're building a culture. They're building up something. And whereas in Dallas, it's just chaos. Also, their their offensive line is basically, you know, down to these guys that are just that don't have a ton of uh, yeah. great NFL experience at some of the spots. So you're taking that against a defensive front in Washington, which is just – been really really good against banged up offensive lines think about the Eagles game week one man I I see so yeah I, I'm picking Washington as well here uh, even though it's not my uh, up like quote-unquote upset of the week I just I feel like honestly by the time we get to Sunday I wouldn't be surprised if Washington's like a point or two favorite because I don't see what people saw from Dallas's offense against Arizona <laughs> the other night uh, that would make them anticipate them scoring more points here and then you think about how bad their defense is I mean but I, at this point, the, the Giants are 
I'm way above Buffalo in, in terms of DVOA defense uh, by yep. 11 spots. Now you're going to face a way worse defense. It's like <laughs> I feel like Kyle Allen can at least do enough here, and I think Washington will get the win. It's not uh, – we were joking before the podcast. We get blessed with two NFC East matchups of the same week. Mm-hmm. I guess it's almost better, though, that we don't have to watch them all spread out against four other teams. <laughs> yes, that is very true, and uh, well, at least uh, at least there will be some shuffling in the standings. Uh, in the NFC East after these two games, uh, unless I guess they they both tie, which that would just be perfect, I think, uh, for yeah. the NFC East this season. And by the way, the Cowboys 0-6 against the spread this season. So uh, maybe not looking like a terrible pick uh, at this point. So uh, there you go. There's one of our upset picks of the week, and we have another. What do you know? Because uh, we both decided uh, to go with this one as well. And I will say initially, I did have the Patriots winning this game. Mm-hmm. The Patriots are two-point favorites at home against the 49ers. But I switched it because I just – I don't know, man, and it's it's think, it's interesting to think about picking against Bill Belichick after his team loses a game like they did against the Broncos, but at the same time, I mean, you watched it, we saw it, I mean, it's just, you feel like the 49ers found a little something, at least, yeah. with that win against the Rams, and so I just don't feel great about where the Patriots are at right now, and I just feel like the 49ers, even after that unbelievable loss to the Dolphins, uh, maybe that win against the Rams, what they needed to get back on track, and I could see them, you know, getting the defense to a point to where uh, they slow down the Patriots once again here. Yeah, this is. I think this will be in terms of the final score, one of the closest games of the week. I don't know if it'll be the prettiest, um, but in terms of ESPN's Football Power Index, they have the Patriots winning fifty point three percent of the time. It's literally basically a coin flip yeah. for this game. So you get those extra two points for San Francisco. See how their defense played, and I think it's just kind of a bad matchup for the Patriots, who have not thrown the ball even with uh, even when Cam's been in there. They've not thrown the ball particularly well. They've been one of the best uh, rush offenses in terms of efficiency, third, but they're 27th in passing the ball. And now San Francisco, with some of the injuries they've had with the, the limited pass rush compared to a year ago, at least with how dominant they were, they have not defended the past insanely well but they've been really good against the run so it's just not on that side it's not a great matchup San Francisco I think can do enough on offense Jimmy uh, you know in a simplified version of what uh, we've seen in the past obviously you know Kyle Shanahan has had even though they lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots he has had success against Belichick in the past um, they still move the ball quite a bit in, in Super Bowl 51 when he was the offense coordinator for the, for the Falcons I think he'll be able to scheme up enough things whereas I just I think it is going to be come down right to the end of the game. I just there's something about how San Francisco bounced back last week. I don't think they're as bad as they've looked in some of the weeks previously, and I'm just not sure about New England's offense uh, if how how much I really trust it week to week, um, depending on their matchup. And I just don't think this is the best matchup for them. Yeah, I don't either. I think this is one that, like you said, it, I would not be surprised if this is like a 17 to 10 type of game. Um, yeah. You know, if no one hits 20, I wouldn't be shocked here in this one. But uh, before we get to the rest of our uh, picks here for week seven, let's talk to you about our friends at Indeed. Even though sports had a break, your business did not. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. And Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com, the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only have to pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed has the powerful tools to make your job search that much easier, just like sponsored jobs which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, 
Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. It's their best offer available anywhere. So go right now, Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. And let's tell you about Pepsi. Uh, Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, and that is the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. Of course, Dylan and I just talked about uh, the exciting matchups we are just thrilled for in the NFC East and uh, how we're going to get through those games. I'm not really sure, but uh, we'll probably need a Pepsi to be able to do it because Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day. And because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. All right, uh, another teaser here. Let's get back to our NFC East. Um, Giants at the Eagles. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. We're not just because it's the NFC East right now, but – we rarely do it uh, for the Thursday night games, but uh, Dylan, this is uh, one. Whew, man, I don't, I don't know. Like uh, the fact that the Eagles are four and a half point favorites now in this one, I am, I am almost willing to say I would jump all over that <laughs> if I am a better. And I would say, give me the Giants plus four and a half because <laughs> I don't trust the Eagles to win this game by four and a half points uh, at this point in time. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, yeah. these Thursday night games, as we've said. They produce some wacky results sometimes, and I would be shocked if we see that here. I'll still pick the Eagles, but uh, who knows what you're getting. Yeah, after the last three weeks against much better opponents, uh, but they're able to beat the Niners, obviously, the Steelers and the Ravens. I just think they're it's going to go from that kind of quality of com- competition to the Giants, and I think the Eagles will cruise to a win. Just, I still need to see more, though, to pick this as a lock, the four and a half. Like you said, it's just I still there's still a one four and one football team. They still yes. have had so many issues on their offensive line. There's, uh, you know, it's just there's not enough at this point. They've been one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL too, which is. I know that it's the Giants, and you think, like, oh, the Giants are really bad. But, again, this is the NFC East. This is what we're dealing with, people. This is a division where first place is on the line with a bunch of teams with one win. Uh, so <laughs> that's what we're at. That's what the stakes here. I, but, yeah, man, I, I, I'll, I'll go the Eagles again, and I, I do think they should cover. I just, uh, at this point, I really do not trust any team in this division, so it's hard to uh, put them as a lock or anything like that. Yeah, no chance I'm putting any of those as a lock at this point. Uh, but we move on to the Browns at the Bengals. I had a little, little trouble with this one I, yeah. because we remember the first game these two teams played. Uh, it was one of those wild Thursday night games. Um, and the Bengals, you know, almost rallied back and won that game. And this is a home game in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the Browns, as we said, I mean, just when you think you can buy into the Browns, they come out and just completely lay an egg like they did against the Steelers. Uh, but the good news for the Browns, this isn't a good team that they're playing. And so uh, that means they may actually – uh, step up and play well and so for that reason I'm going to pick them here but this is another one I don't love it uh, I would mm-hmm. not pick this as a lock and this was probably to be honest like this would probably be towards the bottom for me in terms of maybe if you had to do it by like confidence yeah. rankings and stuff this would be near the bottom because I just again my trust issues with the Browns now after you know the way they lost those games but as I said 
They're not playing a great team here, uh, but I do think this is another one. What was the? I want to say it was thirty-five, thirty-one. Was it the? Was that the thirty-five, thirty? Yeah. Yeah, thirty-five, thirty. I. I wouldn't be shocked if we're in that range again, uh, barring any weather or anything, because I, I just feel like the Bengals probably going to have a chance to put up some points here. Yeah, this is, uh, like you said, this is a game I consider it's a 4-2 and two football team versus a 1-4-1 and one team. I really did struggle to pick the Browns. <laughs> I picked the Browns, but I something in the back of my head is just telling me this would be kind of that game where Burrow could do enough. We saw how they started off against the Colts last week, and I don't know how much that is about uh, Cincinnati in just uh, one game and how much it is about uh, what Indianapolis has done in the first half of games. But I don't know. This is such a – man, like I, I'm like tempted right now to even flip it because I just – the Browns, <laughs> they got to be one of the worst four and two teams in terms of DVOA. They're yeah. all the way down in terms of team efficiency at 25th in the NFL, um, which is not <laughs> not usually where you see a team that has four wins. Obviously, they've beaten some pretty bad teams. Out The only – uh, win that looks pretty good right now is against the Colts. Uh, so, I, yeah, I anticipate a close game again, um, probably closer than that spread. Like, I mean, three points, I guess, is basically what you put for a favorite uh, sort of field goal game. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is this is one where, yeah, my as much as like I'm as what I've seen from them and what just actually watching the football, I feel like the Browns are the better team still, but. I have that, like, itch in the back of my head that's like, man, uh, this feels like a Bengals win, a game where Burrow rallies and they do enough to get the victory. Because I do think Burrow's, at this point, playing at a higher level than Mayfield is, for sure. Bengals 4-1 and one against the spread in the last five games. So um, that's not a bad thing to think about here. And, again, you're you're basically taking them against a field goal, which, you know, yeah. probably get, may get a push anyway. So I um, I may add that one to my list for the weekend. I, I don't hate that one at all. But uh, speaking of ones that I just seemingly love, um, <laughs> believe it or not, yes, uh, we talked about, you know, me going back to the well with the uh, with the Jets as my, my betting lock. I almost picked the Atlanta Falcons as my betting lock of the week, which would have been probably one of the craziest decisions you could make uh, in this NFL season because they are only two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Lions. And, of course, I'm talking like the Falcons are sitting here 5-1 and one right now, but we also have to remember that uh, they're not, and they are actually just coming off of, uh, obviously, a, a win, um, which has been rare for them this season. Uh, but I just – I feel pretty good about the Falcons winning this game. And so when you do that, yeah. uh, when you have expectations, we know what happens. Uh, but I'm not going to lie, Dylan, like this one's – in the confidence rankings, I this one's pretty high up there for me. But uh, as I'm looking at oh. our, as I are looking at our picks here, uh, you're not on the same page. This is a pretty balanced game in terms of uh, in terms of, always referencing DVOA. These teams are almost neck and neck in both uh, offense and defense. Not bad, but not good. Yeah, <laughs> they've both been fine. I, I think these are very similar teams. But the Lions could be as I every time as a staunch line defender apparently they could be three and two if they just didn't drop the ball literally against the Bears and then obviously they had that big lead against the Saints and really could have possibly won that game I just think the Lions have shown more this year I know they last week uh, you don't really learn much about that win against the Jags especially because of all their fourth down conversions the final score could have looked a lot closer than an 18 point win for Detroit and it's on the road but it's in it's in a dome so I I don't know I just I don't trust the Falcons enough yet. I get like if you're going to pick the Falcons, it's it basically could be a lock of the week, right? Because it's going to be like a they're going to win by a field goal. Yeah. Um, if they're going to win, likely. But 
I don't know. I just, I still don't trust them enough. And I feel like Atlanta probably could, like, they might, like, they should win maybe with the talent they have. But I, I just don't. I just we've been, we've been saying that for them. years now, though. Like, yeah, <laughs> we've been exactly. saying that for years. And I, I do think Detroit's got a lot of talent on offense as well. So, and they're, they're facing another pretty bad defense here. So, I, I'm picking the lines, but another game that, yeah, we talk about these games that could have really close final scores. I think this is right there. I, I think this game is going to come down to the wire one way or another, and it might not come down to who plays the best. It might come down to who makes the fewest mistakes. I think this game and – I'm just going up and down the list here real quick. I think this game, Browns, Bengals, and – there was another one I had. Seahawks, Cardinals. Niners, I think oh, I yeah. think these yeah. are your I think these are your fantasy games of the week. Like, oh, yeah. you get anybody you can find on the Falcons and Lions offense, Browns, Bengals offense, and Seahawks, Cardinals offense. Like, I feel like all of those, like, they're going to be some points put up. So, um, I feel pretty good about those three. So, there's there's a reason for watching Falcons, Lions, uh, as we said, because uh, <laughs> probably not going to be for any playoff implications. Um, the Saints host the Panthers. Saints seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, believe it or not, like, I never really considered this one because I – I just still don't feel great kind of about what we've seen from the Saints here. Um, they do get Michael Thomas back. That's going to be interesting. But uh, we've obviously seen some things go right for the Panthers this year, not so much against the Bears. But, um, I, you know, the Saints, I'm still picking the Saints here. But uh, they, the Saints, yeah. they've, they've got some things they've still got to figure out. Yeah, I, I'm picking the Saints as well, but I never considered it as a lock of the week. If this game had been like a – Five and a half point spread. I may have considered it, but those extra. Yeah. I feel like it's a touchdown game. Is just it's too. It feels too likely to happen with how how well. Yeah, Carolina overall has played pretty well this season, uh, all things considering. Uh, their defense has definitely taken faster strides. Like they're still not a good run defense, but they're at least not last anymore. And uh, their pass defense, thirteenth in DVOA at this point. So they've taken some big strides. But uh, the Saints are still one of the most balanced teams in terms of how well their offense and defense have played, even if. The, the final results in a couple of these games haven't been exactly pretty. I think they'll look like the team that we expect them to be. Uh, I think it will look a lot better this week against Carolina in terms of their own effort. I think Carolina will play well enough to keep it somewhat close, and that's why, yeah, again, I don't think it's a, a game where I'm going to feel really confident about the Saints covering, but – I yeah I just I think they're just too good at home to lose this one. Yep, I agree, and uh, I don't know about this next team being too good at home uh, to lose this game. Uh, that's the Texans who host the Packers. Packers three and a half point favorites on the road here. I feel like just I feel like this is a bounce back spot for the Packers. And again, yeah. you think about the way the Texans lost that game to the Titans, you could see two completely different directions for these two. Um, just based on, you know, Texans coming out flat would not be a surprise. Packers coming out completely more focused would not be a surprise either. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is another one if you're talking about potential uh, betting options. Three and a half, for some reason, if that went down to three, I'd be all over that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in terms of fantasy-wise, another game that has a ton of potential because these are the the 27th and 30th ranked defenses in the NFL, so and two top ten offenses. So I think it's going to be high scoring. I didn't. I thought about making the Packers a lock, but it's just I, the, the Sean Watson factor. We just saw they they basically could have beaten the Titans if a couple little things went their way last week on the road. We would be thinking about this game a lot differently. I feel like if they pulled that out, and the Packers, yeah, they just I, I still do not trust their defense. So I'm going to pick Green Bay to win because I do think yeah I think their offense will bounce back in a big way. I think it'll be a really high scoring game. I don't know about that 50. Let's see what it is 56 and a half point over under. 
Um, and that's going to, it's a lot of points, but I, I could, I would probably hedge towards that, the over on that. I just think that both these defenses are bad enough. I think both quarterbacks are good enough that you're going to see a ton of points with Green Bay eking it out. I tend to think we're going to see points in this one. As I said, uh, Seahawks at the Cardinals, Seahawks three and a half point favorites. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, I just, I almost picked the Cardinals here. I really did. Um, <laughs> and again, I, I may have done that a little too excited after that game against the Cowboys. And then after remember, okay, this is not the Cowboys that started the season. This is the Cowboys where they are now. Um, but it's just, again, I, I, it's hard to pick against the Seahawks, um, no matter kind of what the setting is here. But uh, I I still expect this to be a very good game. I almost, we, we talked about it. We were like, okay, you could look at what are some other options for game of the week. Uh, you probably weren't going to pick anything but the Steelers and Titans. But I could see this one being, you know, very good, kind of crazy sort of game, potentially, yeah. uh, given, you know, how good these both these quarterbacks are and, and what, how good we know the two offenses can be. Uh, but uh, I'm as much as the Cardinals, you know, have impressed at times. Uh, we see yeah. we've still seen them slip back a little bit, and uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks here. Yeah, in terms of excitement, this might have more like Steelers Titans. I could see it being a high scoring game, but I could also see it being a, a 20 to 17 kind of final. Yeah. Whereas this one, I do not anticipate that happening. I, I see a ton of points. Seattle's been able to score on defenses that are good, bad, whatever. Arizona's defense, for everything, for all the jokes made about the Cowboys, they've they really shot up in terms of their DVOA ranking this past week from uh, 20th to 9th on defense. So that that's the one factor where I'm a little scared about the fact that the Seattle's defense is still one of the worst in the NFL. It's just they have the number one offense. So you have that combination. And whereas Arizona is a lot more balanced, but again, like you said, we just, I, I don't have enough trust in Arizona's week to week consistency at this point. Like they might come out if they play like they, if their defense plays like it did against say San Francisco week one and then Dallas last week and, uh, and the offense is able to do what we know it can, that sure Arizona could easily win this game. But at this point, I'm not going to pick against the, the guy who's probably in my mind should be the MVP through the first uh, six weeks in Russell Wilson uh, I think just at this point, how am I going to pick against him, man? So I'll pick Seattle. A game that, yeah, another one, 56 over under. I, I yeah. think another game I'd probably go over just because I, I because of Seattle's defense being as bad as it is. Russell's going to have to be throwing a lot and should be, yeah, in terms of if you if you love points, if you love Big 12-style uh, yes. games from at least, like, you know, the last few years, whatever, uh, this is the game for you. I think there's going to be a ton, a ton of throwing, and it's going to be a lot of points. Yeah, I could see uh, both teams hitting 30 pretty easily here. Um, we'll yeah. see what happens. Uh, but yeah, we'll both pick the Seahawks in that one. Um, you mentioned Russell Wilson. Now, hard to pick against him. It's also hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs are mm-hmm. nine and a half points favorites at the Broncos. We kind of talked about this before we started recording, but even with the Broncos getting that win against the Patriots, the Patriots offense is not the Chiefs offense. And I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't really see it. This was another one. Like I, even with the Broncos coming off that win, uh, I almost picked the Chiefs yeah. as my betting lock but before I realized the Jets were still in the NFL. Um, but uh, I mean, <laughs> it's just I can't pick against the Chiefs here, uh, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like I don't even, you know, that Broncos win, great and all, but I almost look at that one at least right now as kind of one of those games we've seen this season where you just get some wacky results that happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I just I think the Chiefs come out and win this game by double digits. I think the bigger problem is on the other side of the ball for Denver, too. Their offense is just yeah. – like I just don't see them scoring that many points against Kansas City, who outside of the Raider game has 
played pr- tremendous football and is 10th in DVOA on defense. So, yeah, Kansas City's defense, what they did in Buffalo, I know it was with the, the conditions with the, the ball being so slick with the rain and everything and the, and the miss, but – I, I, I don't know, man. I just really am afraid of what Denver's possibly going to put up <laughs> points-wise. And even though their defense looks really good and has played really well and deserves all the attention, just like Chicago, the Chicago Bears' defense, I think both Denver and Chicago have really great bounce-back years from those defenses um, that uh, have really rose, risen up. But, but it, it is the Chiefs, and they, they put up points on everyone. And uh, Mahomes, it's really uh, – you watch all the, the highlights and different things. Like, now, obviously, their offensive line is better this year, but then – he puts you in so many no-win situations where you could make the right play call, you can do everything right, but he just figures it out. Like if you, if you if he sees a quick read, he's going to hit it. If he if he needs to buy time, he'll make it happen. It's just he's he's so fun to watch. As much as I think at this point Russell would be my MVP, I still I don't I don't know if there's anyone else I enjoy watching play football more than Patrick Mahomes and Denver. The old, yeah, another reason why though with this spread thing. So. Like everything I'm saying would make you think that Kansas City should easily cover this nine and a half point spread, but the Broncos are four and one against the spread. They, <laughs> there's still part of me that's like that defense could do enough. Maybe yeah. they'll get one like lucky play here and there. That nine and a half just felt too high. Another one where like a seven and a half, seven, I might have taken it. Those extra two points, Vegas is really on top of the spreads this week, man. Yeah, they 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 know what they're doing, and uh, that's why we tend to to lean towards them uh, when picking at some of the stuff. But uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I feel pretty confident the Chiefs will win this one. Um, I also feel pretty confident about something else. And even with only four games in the afternoon window, I'm fairly confident that the Chargers and Jaguars game is maybe going to be the least viewed NFL red zone game of the day. Like I, you know, it's just one of those where you just. You look around at all the other options, and they're going to be right there in that window with Cardinals, Seahawks, Chiefs, Broncos, Niners, Patriots, and you're just thinking, man, how much of this game are we going to get to see? Obviously, red zone, you'll get to see you know, any scoring plays. But yeah. if it's just a game that you're seeking out and you look at all the other games on the schedule, this is probably not one that's going to get a lot of attention uh, based on where these two teams are at. Chargers are eight-point favorites at home. My goodness, that shows you where the Jags are. Um, and, you know, Chargers coming off a bye, rested up, and um, you, you never – you never say never with the Chargers because uh, you never know what they're going to do. But uh, I feel like the Chargers should be okay here, and that defense may be able to slow down the Jaguars uh, to a pretty nice degree. The Chargers, you know, hey, even though they're one and four, you can rest your hat on the fact that they're four and one against the spread. So maybe I should have picked them as the, the lock of the week here because Jacksonville's yeah. defense has been so bad. And we think about how great Justin Herbert at points has really looked for the, the Chargers. They eat, they're a team that, yeah, one and four too, just overall outside of the, the jokes about the, how that well they've been doing against the spread. They really should have won some more games here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've had some really brutal losses. Yeah, the Buccaneers lost even um, before this, the last one to the Saints in terms of that huge lead, the fumble at the end of the half. Obviously, the Saints game, if the play calling is a bit different, uh, you feel like they could have won this one as well. Obviously, missing just a field goal uh, there at the end of regulation, too. It's just, man... Like they, they should be so much better, and it's like makes me want to say this could have been a lock because of how good their offense really has been yeah. um, since uh, since Herbert took over. And Jacksonville just has regressed down to the point again. We kind of said last week how this is kind of the team we expected um, more so the more of the 
conferences where Minshew might do it, some things that are fun, but they just have so much improving to do. Chargers should handle this one. Um, I, yeah, in terms of the red zone, like you said, I think it's mostly going to be some of those Herbert over-the-top throws. You'll see the, the big highlights, but otherwise, uh, probably not going to be watching this game much because uh, I don't think it's going to be that close either. Yeah, they probably won't be switching around to this one a lot uh, in that one. Again, given that the Chiefs, Seahawks, um, Patriots, 49ers, Cardinals, like there's just, yeah, seems like those games probably get a lot of attention in the late afternoon window. And we wrap up with the Rams hosting the Bears. Rams, six-point favorites in this one. Uh, I just, you know, I, I mean, I, even with mm. the Rams losing that game to the Niners, I wasn't I, I wasn't going to pick the, the Bears here. Like, it just wasn't going to be something I would do. Um, but um, I don't know, man. This is another one that kind of has that weird game vibe to yeah. it. Like, I I don't know. Like, you just – you never know, I, I guess, just because, you know, we've seen the Rams, like that game against the Giants. Um, you know, they lost the game to the 49ers, and then we've seen the Bears do some things well. And uh, I've – I never consider this a lock with the Rams being six point no. favorites, but uh, I, I'm not going to pick against the Rams. Yeah, I might. I'm picking the Rams to win this game, but I might, if I was uh, betting, I might pick the Bears to cover. I just, the last two years that McVay and, and uh, Nagy have played each other, they, these games have been just so brutal and not that fun to watch. It's not going to probably be the prettiest game. The, the Bears won in 2018, the Rams eked one out last year, but uh, it comes down to the one unit out of the four that's just really bad still is the Bears offense they're, they're 26th in DVOA the Rams offense despite what they did last week still ranking fifth their defense at 13th the Bears defense at fifth so it's just I, I don't see like I see the Rams struggling to, to score a ton of points here I don't think they're going to be blowing up the Bears by uh, double digits by any means but on the flip side I just I, I see the Rams defense with a big bounce back against a really bad still Bears <laughs> offense even though they were able to you know win last week I just I if the Bears I I, I thought about the Bears for a second winning I, I just again I do think they're going to cover because I think their defense is good enough I don't think the Rams are going to be able to put up enough points but yeah um, in terms of uh, ESPN's football power index the, the which they kind of takes into account a lot of all these advanced kind of things to predict these games they have the Rams at 70 percent which is one of the higher mm. uh, numbers of any of these games. So, I mean, the six point spread maybe is right on, but I, I'm surprised given, uh, you know, what the Bears defense has done that they're still not getting the respect um, maybe that they deserve on defense. I do think that unit has been really good and is the reason why the Bears have a pretty good shot to get one of those wild card spots or even if the, you know, maybe win the division. But I just, in this one, I think the Rams will bounce back and get do enough to get the win. I agree. And uh, there you go. There are picks for uh, week seven in the NFL. And we will see. Uh, if the streak keeps going with the betting locks and uh, how some of these other picks do here and what could be a, a points-filled week, it seems like, uh, with some of these games we have on the schedule. There'll be a lot of points put up uh, this week. There was a lot, of, a lot of points put up last week, so uh, we'll see if we get a bunch uh, in this one also. But, uh, Dylan, we got a lot of great stuff uh, going on over Clutch Points here, NFL action, uh, wild NBA offseason, your Dodgers, uh, and the World Series. Man, this is just – this is your place to be right now, Clutch Points, but it's also <laughs> the place for everybody else to be. Yeah, you can go to the Clutch Points app, uh, download that, follow the World Series games in there. You can follow all of these NFL games in there as well as all of our news coverage, uh, our written content, our uh, audio content is all in the Clutch Points app. Uh, separated by each sport in the NBA, NFL, and MLB. You can go to clutchpoints.com to the NFL section for all of our NFL content there. Search fantasy football. Get all our fantasy content. Still a lot uh, coming out over the course of this week as we lead up to the games. And, yeah, another 
another exciting game. Hopefully we uh, last week there wasn't as many games that were possibly in danger of being moved or canceled, and there were some murmurs. So hopefully we keep uh, quiet on that front moving forward. Yes, uh, we'll see uh, what happens there. But, yeah, check all that out at Clutch Points. Lots of great stuff going on over there uh, from the podcast. Any podcast after you use, you can find us on there. And uh, thanks, as always, to the fine folks at Blue Wire for all that they do. And thank you, as always, for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time here on the Savage the Past podcast. Say about our friends at Bet Online. The wait is over. Football is back, and while you may not be at a game this year, you can still be on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win the season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. All you got to do head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. And when you do, don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.